The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match preview between Leeds United, greatest team in the world, and Southampton. That sort of weird lot from the South Coast <laughs> that are always there. You know, like at every family gathering, you've got your cousin who doesn't speak much, but he's always there. You know, he's very friendly, he's nice, but you just think, what's the point of him? Still follows Matt Letizia here on, uh, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Let's you know Matt Letizia's um, inner thigh measurements and everything else about him. Oh God, I've, I've I was told that the last podcast didn't have enough banter, so here it is, banter.com. My name's Adonis, and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me. And joining us representing the Peacocks is our resident Riot Badger at Riot Badger on Twitter, Alex. Good afternoon, and. Um, the stranger in our midst, the saint amongst devils. No, <laughs> that's scum. Yeah, we're peacocks. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, Ben, from where are you from, Ben? Southampton, unsurprisingly. <laughs> Total Saints podcast. Yes, there we go. Ben, how are you? I'm not too bad. I don't really know where to start after that intro, guys. But yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, certainly a crazy Sunday at the moment. <laughs> um, right here. So the first thing I want to do is look back at the most recent games of both teams. And you've, uh, I wouldn't say saved the weekend, but it made me happy. Uh, you drew one all with Chelsea. We did, yeah. We ended a uh, barren run of six uh, defeats in a row. We'd uh, been on 29 points. I worked it out for my podcast on the 4th of January, so that was 48 days ago we'd been on 29 points and uh, <laughs> finally managed to get up to the big magical 30 mark. So uh, we're in touching distance of safety now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well then. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you guys will know as, a, as Leeds fans, it's the same with Saints. It's a roller coaster, isn't it? You never get, uh, you get carried away very quickly and then it soon brings you back to reality. Oh yeah, we we are the most Jekyll and Hyde fan base, and like we'll win a game, and it's like Europa League, you know, get the van ready, get the hotels booked, and then we'll lose. It's like, so we've got Wickham away, and <laughs> there's there's no in between. I know. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah we were uh, top of the league in November, and then I found myself last night watching uh, the Fulham Sheffield United game, willing Sheffield United to equalise so that Fulham didn't close the gap. <laughs> he's he's blamed. Uh, did you see that he's blamed lefties? Um, on uh, Sheffield United's farm recently. He's gone full Brexit. <laughs> Hasn't who's done? No. Chris Wilder. <laughs> Wilder has. Oh, Sheffield, Wilder. Yeah. Sheffield United's farm, he said that it's lefties. Spot psychologists and lefties. Yeah. Right. All right. You bloody socialists. <laughs> Coming over here. You know, not wanting, not wanting people to be homeless. Yeah. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> It's you. That's the problem. It's not me. <laughs> the coach of the football team. Yeah. All right, Chrissy. Um, so Alex leads Wolves. Did we play Wolves last? Yeah. I'm losing uh, my fucking mind here. Yep. 
the most the most unlucky goal I've seen conceded for years and years and years. Um, I mean, he scared, Traore scares me every time he gets on the ball because he's that player. You know, at five side where he's got all the tricks and it's his ball. And then if you nutmeg him, he'll punch it. He's that sort of looking player. Um, and he just scares you when he got on the ball. And he unleashed that shot. It was a decent shot, but he was off target. So he didn't need all the credit for it. But for it to come back and bounce off Melia, I felt really sorry for him. Um, and we just didn't take his chances. So It's been a long again. time since I played five-a-side. But I remember that we've got a lad, very stocky lad. And if he runs into you, you fucking know about it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you feel it in your boat, like you get bruised bones yeah. immediately, instantly. <laughs> I saw a great comment on the Wolves uh, forum yesterday saying it was uh, something along the lines of no keeper in the world would have saved that. And I thought, well, it wasn't even going in until it no. you know, hit the crossbar, <laughs> didn't it? So, yeah. just. Uh... And he did He did save similar efforts, like in the first half in Melier, so they weren't far away. I think if it was on target, it probably got to it. But, you know, it's fine margins, isn't it? That whole football cliche. It was like one of those cartoons. I half expected like little birds to start flying around his head after it had bounced in. Speaking of birds flying around somebody's head, do you see when I don't know who got smashed uh, by Tyler's shot in, mm. in the second half? I was laughing so much. I, I caught myself like, you're laughing at somebody's pain. Somebody's yeah. in a lot of pain and you are laughing. I thought, no, nah, I don't care. Yeah, Connor Cody. Yeah, poor lad. Yeah. <laughs> it friend. was good though because... We didn't have the crowd noises on our stream. Right. And so you could hear him. You could actually hear him. <laughs> and he was so annoying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Come on, lads! <laughs> Stay strong, lads! Oh, God. That's the only time when you vote for crowd noise. <laughs> uh, ben, our listeners know a lot about Leeds United. They don't know anything about Southampton. Tell us. Players, form, what's happening? Why Why were you top of the league and now you're not? Why have you lost 9-0 to scum? You know, any decent self-respecting team would only lose 6-2. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure your listeners are more intelligent than not knowing anything about Southampton. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we've got um, Ralph Halsen, who tours our manager. He's been there just over two years now. He's uh, suffered that scoreline twice in his uh, career with us, which I'm, I'm not sure if that's something you celebrate or... Uh, Tried to forget. Um, I think everyone will probably know if they watched the game. It turned as ever into the Mike Dean show towards the end. Uh, hence uh, us letting three extra goals in at the end with uh, nine men. But yeah, I mean, Saints have been up and down this season. They had a really good start to the season. Uh, they were top of the league, as we say, in November. And like most squads in the Premier League, um, they've only got a certain number of senior players. I think at one stage um, in January, we had 11 senior players injured. And, you know, the kid, uh, kids were on the bench and Shane Long, it was, uh, you know, like a kindergarten on there. So that's really what's... Uh, cost us is we've had so many injuries and um, it's just meant that he's not had the strength and depth really to, to um, sort of roll out the same team every week. So I think, you know, hopefully it's now about just making sure we keep ourselves up and uh, focusing on trying to rebuild a bit in the summer, I think, and uh, Adonis. Great. <laughs> um, so what I liked about that Chelsea game then is you've had four shots, one on target, and 29% possession. What I didn't like about it is Frank Lampard is somewhere laughing his fucking head off. <laughs> well, yeah, if you look at them stats, though, that is exactly what will beat us. 29% mm. possession, one shot on target. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, to be fair to Saints, I think, um, and I asked, I, I'm lucky enough to join the Saints press conferences, so I asked Harsen to talk about this last week, but, um, you know, they've been a little bit gung-ho with his approach. You know, they like to press and counter-press teams and they come charging out the blocks. And I think, uh, having lost six in a row, I think he realised that if they did that against Chelsea, they'd just get killed. So he taught, he'd spoken about having a week uh, working on the training ground with them, looking at stability, trying to make a, a bit more sort of defensive resolution and that sort of thing. Uh, and I think that's part of their game plan, really, was to just to sit deep and try and frustrate Chelsea if and when chances came along. As you say, I mean, they had one chance, scored a goal, um, and it worked for them. And uh, frustrating to give away another penalty. We seem to have given penalties away every other week at the moment. But uh, I think um, from a Saints point of view, it was a, a low possession, but I think there was a, a sort of reason to their game plan behind that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Every time you say something, it just sounds so professional and yeah. polished. And it's, it's um, not in keeping with this podcast. So Yeah, <laughs> we... I don't really know what to do about it. There's nothing to work with. You're giving yeah, me nothing there's, there's here, no banter. I mean, I can I'll... add that I don't agree with Matt Letizia's coronavirus views if you want me to. Oh, but, Jesus. Uh... Well, you're on board with us now, so... <laughs> Yeah, does he? Has he? Does it? What is he oh, anti-masker? Oh what? my word! If you want to go down a rabbit hole of tinfoil hat, Matt Letizia is your guy. Fantastic oh, no. player, scored some great goals, but oof, I think he must have taken a few conicodes to the head. Oh no! Never meet your heroes, eh? No, definitely not. Uh, there is something to take from that. So, if you get to go to the press conferences, you get to ask questions. Could you ask uh, Ralph why his facial features are so much smaller than his head in proportion? <laughs> How much would I have to pay you to ask that question? Uh, a fair bit, a fair bit. I've got, I've got a lot of respect for him, unfortunately, Alex, so I probably won't ask him that. So, uh, the, the, the best thing about Ralph Hardenhutel is if uh, if you look at a picture of him in the press conference right now to the photo of him when he joined the club two years ago, it's like a total, this is before and after of why you should never manage Southampton Football Club. Southampton, not even once. All managers go through a little bit of that, don't they? They all they all turn up kind of fresh faced, you know. I'm the special one or whatever. Um, and then within six months, a year, two years, they're completely grey. They're looking like you know, and that's why you can see Roy Hodgson. He looks like 300 years old because he's been managing. For- I think he is about 36 years old, isn't he? <laughs> Proper Sith Lord style. <laughs> I think uh, Thomas Christensen, he did all right. He left looking as well as he, he joined. Uh, I think Steve Evans. It's only a year or six months. <laughs> yeah, he <it> was. <laughs> Steve Evans left <laughs> a lot thinner than he started, but that was more due to substances, allegedly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we've we've destroyed quite a few managers, I think. because <laughs> Steve Evans, was he was doing crack cocaine with... Was, uh, wasn't Allegedly. <laughs> oh, sorry, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly, everybody, allegedly. Please rewind to the disclaimer of this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah. He's been a great manager, though. I mean, I think there's a lot of comparison, comparisons being made between him and Bielsa, who's like the, the most innovative manager in the league. I mean, it's obviously Bielsa. Um, but, you know, if a close second, maybe. It is, it is pretty good. Um, I, I think... Southampton's always been a, a bit of a strange fixture for us. I mean, from the seventies, we've had that seven nil, which we'll always mention. Um, and I'll watch. It's the... almost cruel. I was yeah. going to say, we'd, yeah, but we take that compared to two nine nil. Seven nil is yeah. all right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's what we'll have on uh, the week then. We'll just have a seven nil. It's fine. Um, but yeah, th- there's two nine nils, isn't there now? So how how do you kind of recover from that? Like, I know there's an account on Twitter which is has the nine nil been mentioned yet? 
<laughs> I think I think to be fair, the first time it was a, a total shell shock, and it was kind of the uh, um, sort of almost the result of two three years dreadful transfer windows, you know, a change of regime in the boardroom, not a lot of strategy and things like that, and it kind of felt like the the bottoming out of that. This time, obviously, as I say, it wasn't a great defensive performance. Mike Dean kind of cost us those last three goals at the end. But I think we feel a lot more positive because we kind of came out of it last time. You know, we, we developed, we had a load of injuries. There was a lot more mitigating factors this time. So mm. I think, as I say, um, it's never nice to go through that. And I've been a Saints fan 35 years now. You know, it's twice that it's happened. Hopefully it'll never happen again. But uh, yeah, you, you know, I think from a Saints point of view, we're kind of, yeah, fingers crossed. I think we're kind of <laughs> hoping that, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to get out of it, uh, that sort of situation this time. Well, you know, after this week, you know, I hope it doesn't have to happen after this week. That's yeah, that's fine. It's strange, isn't it? I mean, I, I was thinking about this. There's only what fifteen games to go, or something like that, and yet we've not yeah. played yeah. each other twice yet. Yeah, Once, I think, sorry. Uh, yeah, was it coronavirus or something? There was something that stopped, I think it was the FA Cup, wasn't it? it was the FA Cup? Yeah, because we're still like in it that. and you're not. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, rub that one in. That was a nice day for us. <laughs> I'll just get um, my own back, Alex. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. I think stats said in uh, one of the previous podcasts that it's, this is the latest we've met a team in a season. Uh, so it's always good for good for records, isn't it? I was going to say that. Oh, sorry, the Steely Thunder. <laughs> no, I don't know what to say anymore. You know, there's only there's not so much in my brain going on. You know, I, I there's just one little monkey with a box, <laughs> and, he, and he he goes over to the things to say. He picks up the box, <laughs> and he goes, "Here you go, mouth." And monkey's just gone. Fuck's yeah, <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> I did have one thing. I think, you know, Mike Dean, I think his um, his mannerisms, I think they could be turned into a, a new form of dance, dance expression. <laughs> I think that could be, that could be, you know, how there's always like, the, there was the chicken dance, wasn't there? There was uh, Gangnam style, um, every day I'm shuffling. And, and this could be like, you know, the song, you know, what is it? Do the fish or whatever. Um, I'm a little fish, was it? Um, there baby, was big, baby shark yeah there was big fish little fish cardboard box one there so i think now we can do the mike dean maybe and i feel like that's 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 a summer banger if ever i've heard of one how does it go adonis what does it look like um one two three four do the mike dean mike dean oh 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 boom, 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 boom. it's taking me back to mr motivator Dylan, did you get right. that? Right. Good lad. <laughs> that's the that's the second time I've been accused of being Mr. Motivator. <laughs> and the first time was only mentioned in a court case. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in joke. It's just not it's it's all just nonsense. <laughs> so if you feel lost, you're not you just you're, not missing you're just out. as found as we are. Go on, send that monkey um, back, mate. Hmm? Send the monkey, monkey back. Get some back. <laughs> yeah, monkey. Right. Okay. Um, so let's maybe. Ha- oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Hey, Matt Letizier. <laughs> we never got <laughs> the little monkey with his fox. Matt Letizier, Matt Letizier, say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we never. I never got to the bottom of this. So I, I, I loved Matt Letizier as a kid. Unbelievable. It was also quite funny sometimes when he made rare tv appearances but now i find out 
he's got some conspiratorial nonsense going on with coronavirus. So what is this? Spill the gossip. I'm, I'm not commenting. I'm uh, not going to put myself in a legal position. But uh, yeah, he has different views to me is all I'll say, Adonis. Okay. At the, the, at the start of this podcast, there is a disclaimer which says um, any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. <laughs> so if you can say something anywhere, it's going to be here. Go on, Alex. Well, well, let's let's ask you about instead of let's forget the person in question. What about this guy Tatlam Militissier? Kevin's <laughs> food rhythm, his name because he's so French. Um, yeah, I'll I'll find I'll find some uh, sauce and and tell you. So okay, the sun, so a good reliable sauce. Hello, everybody in Merseyside. Sorry, um, he's been slated online for his um, online views. Uh, he's branded thick and desperate for attention after he compared the deadly bug to the common flu. There you go. Oh, dear. that's 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 okay. his uh, state. Uh, the former Southampton star claimed the cyber bullies are trying to ruin my life as he announced he would be stepping away from social media. So we know what happens there. Deactivates his account for thirty minutes, comes back. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a shit take, blow up, have a meltdown. Get yep. suspended or or deactivate yourself, yeah. and then you know, or or put yourself on lock. Sorry, I forgot. I, I missed uh, that. Yeah, step you put yourself. No, before you go on lock, you've got to post that you're friends with Sam Allardyce on Facebook, and then you go on lock. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If if you're listening to this or watching it, and you don't, uh, you're not on Twitter. Congratulations. That probably won't mean much to you. What we've just talked about. <laughs> And your life is probably very good. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the, the game then that we're previewing. <laughs> so uh, if we go on, on history, so our historic meetings, uh, the last time we met was in 2012. Uh, it's 3-0 uh, at Ellen Road. Uh, and we have three scorers for Leeds. So, mm-hmm. well, obviously it's 3-0. Stupid. Um, who do you think scored for us? You're looking it up now. You, you can't just look it up. I'm not looking it up. <laughs> I'm going to edit it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea about the 2012s. So uh, Michael Tongi scored. El, okay. El Hadj Juf got a second. El Hadj Juf, yep. And Luciano Becchio scored a penalty. Oh, uh, Becchio. And Becchio came off the bench for Luke Varney. Uh, Lee Peltier was substituted for Danny Pugh and El Hasjouf came off for Andy Gray. Oh my God, I've missed those years of having beautiful players like Lee Peltier, who still plays in the Premier League, apparently. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. So that was 30th of October, 2012. I think it's time to move on from, from those times. Yeah, thankfully. Um, so Ben, uh, Stuart Armstrong, he's going to be fit. Is that correct? Yeah, it should be. Um, he was out against Chelsea, but, uh, Hasnud said afterwards he should be available for Tuesday, which, uh, is a boost for us because he's been one of our, uh, most creative players the last couple of years and, uh, lots of energy and, uh, certainly opens up defenses. So I think hopefully, uh, you know, particularly on the counter attack, someone that we can use if he's available. Okay. Um, Kyle Walker-Peters is out. Diallo and Walcott are out as well. Yeah, they'll all be out, yeah. Okay. And we've got a fully fit squad, haven't we? So there's nobody injured for us. 
<laughs> yeah, who's out for us? Uh, Berardi? Uh, who's in? Well, Berardi probably might be available selection. He's in full training. Um, Llorente was available for Wolves, but didn't feature. Cox still out. <laughs> um, Cox out, lads. Cox out. Confortio's not available. Uh, Phillips, I don't think, will be available. Um but I think I think Shackleton did well in in that sort of role against Wolves. So mm. um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that. What goes. formation are you going to play, Ben? Um, he's been going with four two two two. So uh, he tends to play two defensive <laughs> midfielders in front of uh, what, what's that? Two two two. Four two two two. Yeah. So uh, that's what he plays: uh, two defensive midfielders and then two wingers and then two up top. And we were far okay. far fucking two against Wolves, weren't we? Yeah, near enough. So that's interesting. I don't understand how more of a big deal hasn't been made out of this. Yeah. So Marcelo Bielsa, the most stubborn manager man on the planet, potentially, inventor of the three three one three, never changes his system in three years, and then all of a sudden, boom, four 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 fucking two. <laughs> We're gonna play four four fucking two, and I hope we beat them lot. <laughs> I would love it. No. Um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting change-up. I'm quite pleased with his changes, to be honest. I thought it was what was needed. I didn't think Strauch did well in the CDM role. Um, so it was it was a change that we needed. So I don't think we'll see that against um, against Southampton. I think we'll be switching back to uh, as usual style. Okay, so it's 4-2-2-2-2-2 against 3-3-1-3. Yep. Sounds like a mathematical equation. Yeah. And you've you've had your um you've had your squad update. We've had some historical stuff. We've talked about Matt Letitia's bizarre um conspiratorial ideas. And so you've had everything you could possibly need to make a score preview prediction. So uh Ben, Alex, you've done this before, but for you, Ben, you get one point for predicting the correct results or win, draw, or loss. You get two extra points for predicting the exact scoreline. You get an extra point if you predict a correct goal scorer. But to stop you gaming the system and naming every player in both teams, you get deducted minus one for every incorrect goal scorer predicted. So with all that in mind, Ben, what do you think? Well, I'm tempting fate because I looked up that uh, in all competitions, Leeds haven't kept a clean sheet in nine games. So that's probably an ominous sign for us. But uh, I'm going to sit on the fence, Adonis, and go for one all draw. Um, Patrick Bamford for you because he's in my fantasy team. So that'll help. And for us, what do you reckon, Danny Ings? It's interesting because I was going to go for a draw as well. Um, but I think it's going to be quite a slightly higher drawing than, uh, scoring than that. I think it's going to be two all. Um, and I'm only going to name one goal scorer, and I think that's going to be Cooper. Because super duper super du- Liam Cooper, super duper Liam Cooper, who is not from the north, but um, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> the thing is, he was getting on the end of them balls from Rafinha like every single time. So if we get a free kick in that sort of area, Cooper's like nailed on to get his head on it. He just can't get it either side of the keeper. Yeah, it was it was really weird that Wolves game was was really odd because Ben, for your benefit, we we have never played like that ever under Bielsa. And all of a sudden we're getting the big lads up from the back. We're lumping it into the box, getting it into the mixer from everything. Free kicks, corners, everything. You'll you'll think that I'm 
I've made a mistake there when I say corners, but honestly, we used to just pass it back to Millie. Well, honestly, it was. It's not. Um, it's not overstating it to say that we would win a corner and then worry if we were going to concede from it. <laughs> that that is is how it's been. We'd scored one goal from a hundred corners at one point. Yeah. So yeah. So whereas with us, our, uh, as you well know, I'm sure James Ward Prowse is obviously known as this world-class set-piece king. So actually, we've been uh, a bit of a threat from them the last few years. But yeah, the amount of times I've seen Saints have a corner and then we end up conceding, I, I know exactly how you guys feel, to be honest. <laughs> it used to be like Ellen Road. I'm going to sound really old now. We get a corner and the whole crowd would go, please, 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 please. Like, yeah, we're going to get something from this. And then the past few seasons, it's like, oh, God. Oh. All right. <laughs> Goal kick to us then. That's fine. Yeah. We needed to sort something out. We need to get players that are a little bit taller and can get on the ball. But I guess Cooper did so, and Strout can as well. So, I mean, we've mentioned this a few times since the nineties, but it, but it, it was, it was like that. You get a corner, and it, everybody would be United, United. <laughs> I miss fans as well. Yeah, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Um, I think Alex, you've, you've, you've absolutely nailed it by only naming one goal scorer because the scores. As they stand, uh, the Roaring Peacock team minus nine and the opponents minus 11. <laughs> so I can only lose two points. So that's good. Right. Yeah, that's good. One. Only one. No, because you if I get the result, oh, no, oh, you don't get a minus for getting the result, are oh, you? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, cool. yeah, that's it. Playing the game. Okay. Right. Is that it then? Seems Anything it. else? Yeah. Okay, so just about time for some final thoughts then. Um, starting with the the saint, the the godly among us. Well, I would just say that it's been very enjoyable watching uh, Leeds as a neutral this season. I mean, obviously, I don't hope that that happens on Tuesday, but I think when you tune in for Leeds United games, you're pretty much guaranteed to see, guaranteed to see goals. Sorry, so uh, um, I think it's good to see Leeds back in the, the the Premier League. I'm sure you want me to say something controversial, but as I say, I you know remember 90s and uh, Leeds were a big part of the Premier League and uh, trying to be nice here and uh, make sure I win some of your viewers and listeners over. Uh, you know, it's good to see Leeds back. And uh, as I say, Tuesday aside, hopefully you uh, enjoy the rest of the season. Oh, that's very oh, nice, mate. Thank you. We like it. Yeah, Keep on going yeah, then. Lovely, that. Tell us about Bielsa. How good is he? How much better than Hasenhutel is he? I've run out of niceties now. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> And they would have gotten away with it, wasn't for these damn kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, final thoughts. And um, I'm relaxed. I'm pretty relaxed. I think it doesn't matter what results we get now. We can just like <laughs> six two again. <laughs> Them lads. I think because we're we're absolutely safe. Now. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's any sort of worry about us going down. Um, but yeah, we we just take it as it comes. It'll be nice when we win. It's not devastating when we lose. Yeah. It's that nice feeling again that mm. we talked on the, about on the match review of it just not meaning the whole world and universe every every single result like it was in the championship. <sighs> no, we can just relax, everybody. Yeah. No anxiety about our football teams. It's okay. Let's go home. We're fine. Right. Okay. <laughs> so that was your match preview. So uh, enjoy the match and. Subscribe, you know, if you want. It costs you absolutely nothing um, to do that. So I'm not sure why you wouldn't, you horrible, mean bastards. No, it doesn't. Okay. If you have already subscribed, it costs you £2 per subscription. Um, bank details to follow, I'll DM you. Yeah, cool. Right. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs>
You didn't think this was all going to be for free, did you? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's a very goodbye from me. My name's Adonis, and you can catch me at The Adelites on Twitter. And it's a very goodbye from Alex. You can catch him at Riot Badger. Please. He's got some canvases for sale as well, don't you? Yeah, please buy them because I'm hungry and poor. Yeah, buy his canvases. Yeah, <laughs> non-spawn. But yeah, if you go to rightbadger.bigcartel.com, they're all on there. And if you use the code 25 off, so 25 off, you get 25% off. Enjoy. Big cartel. Yeah. So I was like, like I've joined a gang. Yeah. But I haven't. Are you selling Colombian powder on oh, there as well? Only to Steve Evans. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. So yeah, maybe you want to go there. And... <laughs> and and from wait what was it called and from the total saints podcast and please let us know where everyone can find you uh it was ben a very goodbye from him thanks for having us guys it's been bizarre but a pleasure at the same time and uh, yeah you can find me uh, on twitter at total saints pod or uh, facebook and uh, all the various podcast channels bizarre but a pleasure at the same time that's what she said <laughs> Tinder reviews. <laughs> um, cool. Thanks. I guess that's it. We'll we'll just end it there. Yeah. Cool. We'll just fizzle out. Yeah. 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 No. Right. Um, the I'll... monkey. The monkey's like looking around. He's looking around for another box. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>